from worlds beyond to right at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. not here he's not here i'm alone it's just me finally finally now's my chance now's my chance everyone let's do this (sighs) hello everyone and welcome to talking nog I'm Jeff Stormer, your holiday host and Nogmaster. No, I'm kidding. I can't. I can't do that. I can't do it. I This is going to... I can't... Listen, we're going to save that for December 20th at 8 p.m. Eastern. That's right. Official date has been announced. Anyway, this is all my fantasy children. This is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast powered by you. We're going to take your listener prompts. I said we. It's sort of royal we this week. Normally, I'm joined by my best friend, Eric Tano Saez. Normally, the two of us take your listener prompts and we spin them into an original fantasy character using some of our favorite tabletop role-playing games. However, there's been a magical blizzard that has separated us and we're sort of recording separately. So it's just me today. It's just me hanging out on my own, which means uh, I do have a glass of eggnog in front of me. I'm living the dream. I'm feeling nice and cozy and comfy. I got some friends here on the AMFC Discord. We are recording this, 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 we're recording this sucker live on the AMFC Discord. And I'm really excited. This is going to be a very, very fun recording. Thank you. Thank the Discord is recognizing me as King Stormer and I feel appreciated for this. Um, so real quick, before we dive in, I do have to do our traditional what has got me jazzed up this week. Um, it is... It is the holiday season, and I, I, as as a noted Nogcaster, I love the holidays a whole lot. Um, I am very excited. I've been listening to a lot of ukulele Christmas music in the last uh, like couple days, and it's really just, it's very, I would describe it as extremely calming, is how I would describe it. It's a lot of, like, purely instrumental ukulele takes on, like, holiday standards, and it is the most soothing, relaxing, de-stressing thing, which I think is what we really, really need and want this time of year. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful experience, uh, and I've been mixing that in with my normal assortment of weird trash music that I also love. It's great. It's my favorite time of year. It's been a very busy week. I was at PAX Unplugged last weekend. That was um, the best experience ever. I'll talk about that for a few minutes. Um, thank you for queuing me up. Uh, thank you for queuing me up to a Discord user. Yule Slime Deer is uh, queuing me up to talk about this. Um, PAX was wonderful. PAX was perfect. It was everything I wanted it to be. Um, it's in my backyard. It's a 20-minute trolley ride away. So literally what I was able to do was I didn't get there until about 2 o'clock on Friday because I like woke up i took the day off work on friday and then just like did chores i did chores i cleaned house i did dishes i edited some podcasts like i took care of things and was then able to reward myself by going to a convention which is the really nice thing about going to a convention like in your backyard so i did that friday night i was on a 
Smack Talk Showdown Tournament, which was a card game about professional wrestling promos. I got knocked out in the first round, but I did wear a beautiful Christmas-themed suit jacket. I got knocked out, and I and admittedly, I got knocked out by a wrestler who's maybe the best promo wrestler in the biz, uh, a fitty in the Cobra, a dear friend of mine who will also come up again later in this story. Um, that was lovely. I saw some people. My plan Friday was to do absolutely nothing, and I, I accomplished that. Like, I literally just walked to the convention floor. I didn't play any games. I didn't, like, I didn't, I, I checked out a few booths, but I didn't, like, do anything because my only objective was to, like, talk to friends and, like, hang out with people. It was exactly what I wanted it to be. And then Saturday, um, I did play in some games on Saturday. I ran a game of Worldwide Wrestling, which is my favorite role-playing game. Uh, that was lovely and fun. Uh, probably the best game of Worldwide Wrestling I've ever run in my life, which was great. Um, and then I hung out with some friends some more, walked around, Jen and I, like, demoed some games, we played some stuff, um, oh crap, I have to see if I can still back this game on Kickstarter, because there was a game I wanted to back on Kickstarter, oh, now you're all watching me, you're all, you're all hearing me, uh, check and see if I can still back this Kickstarter live on air, damn it, I missed it by, I missed it by a day, I'm very upset, very, very upset, (sighs) disappointment city. Uh, the game, the, uh, the game was, they were currently kickstarting it. It was called Complicated Board Game, the Card Game, which is everything that I love. It was a card game where you built a complicated board game. It's great, and I missed out on the Kickstarter, and I'm really upset. But, like, we walked around, we played some games. Then Friday, or then Saturday night, we, uh, Saturday night, I had my, uh, wrestling and role-playing games panel, which also had Affidia and the Cobra, as well as Kate Nix. Uh, Jen was on there. J.R. Goldberg and Ian Vaffler, who is a producer for Kaiju Big Battle, which, as you can imagine, those are five of my favorite people in the world. And it was a dream panel. It was great discussion. I think I have audio of it recorded, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, I have to check my Zoom and see if it actually recorded. And if so, if the audio is usable, but I think it should be okay. Yeah, I'm really like it was great. And then I after that, I immediately ran off with Jen. We ran off to our office holiday party which was uh, a lot more fun than it sounds. Um, And then Sunday, I was just dead on my feet the whole day. Like, Sunday, I survived is really the best way I can describe Sunday at PAX. (laughs) But it was great. It was everything I wanted it to be. Like, it's a a wonderful convention. It's getting better year by year the first time. If you heard me talk about it in 2017, you probably know I didn't have nice things to say about it. And now I do, which is, like, a huge improvement. It was great. It was fantastic. I loved it. That's that's probably the thing that's really been hyping me up this week is that, like, I had such a good experience at PAX that it's just, like, powering me through. It was wonderful. With that, let's go ahead and get into it this week. Um, our prompt this week, because we take a listener-submitted prompt, um, the prompt this week, as we have tr- done the last time Aaron and I were separated by a dark magical uh, blizzard, is we both are taking the same prompt, which is from uh, Discord user Sparklefish, and we are going to... Uh, we're both building this in very different directions to kind of see what happens when we're, we're by ourselves. So the prompt this week is risks were made for taking, and that's just what I'll do. I'm very hype about this because I, I want you all to know I've been thinking about this prompt. I will say for clarity's sake, I have not listened to Aaron's episode yet. I'm going to listen to it tomorrow on the drive in to work because I'm curious about like what he did, but I didn't want it to inform the stuff that I'm doing here at all. So this is me coming in fresh, but I have had the prompt all weekend, and I have some thoughts. 
have some thoughts that are going to take this episode in some real specific directions. Because, like, here's the thing about this, this phrase. Risks were made for taking, and that's just what I'll do. I love it. Very interesting. It's a catchphrase. Like, that's a catchphrase for a character. And that's immediately where my brain goes, is like, that's a thing that a character says and then does a cool thing. I'm into that idea. So... What that immediately tells me is that this is a character with a catchphrase, which immediately tells me that this is a character who is larger than life and, for lack of a better way to put it, uh, toyetic. So there's really only one direction I can take this story, which means I want to tell you, I want to tell you all, we're going back to the early 90s, baby. This character is going to be a teenager. This character is going to be a mutant. They probably will be trained in ninjutsu, and they will probably be an animal. It is time to roll on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and other strangeness. I am so profoundly excited. But to do that, so we need, so I have broken out Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and other strangeness, the 1980s masterwork role-playing game. And we are going to create a peak. We are going to sell some gosh darn action figures today is what we are going to do on AMFC. It's going to be great. So, all right. To do that, we need to know what our animal is. Are you all ready to roll on the random animal table? Because I'm so hyped to roll on the random animal table. So I've got my D100. I rolled an 82. Here we go. 82 on the random animal table. That's a high result. That's a wild bird. Hell yes. All right. We got some good results, y'all. We have some... Oh, my God. I really, really want a 21 to 30. I'm holding out hope for a 21 to 30. I didn't get... Wait. I didn't get it. I got an 85. 85 is a falcon, and that's very cool. I really wanted a wild turkey, because that would have been extremely funny. But we got... We got a falcon. Falcons are cool. So the falcon's name is Risk, but it's spelled Risque, like R-I-S-Q-U-E, because it's a little cooler. So uh, this is Risque the falcon. Now we're going to find out exactly how humanoid I can make this falcon, which I'm very excited about. Um, how many bio e How many bio e I get seven. That's so many. That's so many bio e points. 70 bio e points. I can make this 70 humanoid. All right. All right. Well, point blank, I'm buying flight and enhanced vision. Like, that's obviously happening, right? That's obviously happening that that's that's 100% where we're going with this. Because I'm doing some cool flying. So I'm picturing um, something less Falcon from Marvel Wings. We'll get to the wings, but less Falcon from Marvel Wings and more Hawkman Wings. For reference. Visual reference here is going to be very important. Big cool wings. Uh, we're getting some pictures of chat in the in the thread. There's a cool picture of a falcon. I'm very excited. Um, yeah, Hawkman wings are very important here. Um, also, very important here. Uh, Discord user Silent Ferrets, I agree, does need, will have a cowboy hat. Will have a cowboy hat. For sure. No? Ten gallon hat. Ten gallon hat. It's cowboy. I mean, obviously we're obviously we're in some sort of cowboy situation. Maybe not. Maybe not a like an old west. Maybe this is like an urban cowboy, um, which I think is is pretty good. Like a ten gallon hat, 
and a bird. Uh, I need you to picture a bird underneath the ten gallon hat. It's very important. Um, okay, so with that, we actually only have that's twenty five bio e points. So we only have now forty five left. Let's see how large. Let's see how much it costs to make this bird like fairly human sized. Right now we're at what size category are we at right now? We're at size level three. I know this is great audio is me like reading really detailed size tables. So we're at about like 18 inches. We're going to go with, I'm just going to roll 2d6 right now to determine like, cause it's like you have to add numbers. So we're at three. We'll probably want to go to 24, um, 24 plus what it's five that's 11 24 plus 11 is 35 which is like three feet that's not quite so we will let's just let's run the numbers first and then i'll see how large we can make it because i think that's going to be more i want to make sure we have some you know what we'll do we'll do sides last because i do need to know like what the like do i want I want partial hands, so that's going to put us at 40 bio E points. Uh, and I want, um, I want full speech. That's going to be 30 points. Uh, 20 points because I want, no, no, no. We're going to go with, um, we're going to go five points for partial, like a small beak, large eyes, feathered body, bird-like legs and feet. Uh, yeah, that's what we're going with. So that's five points. So that's 30, 30 bio E points left. And I don't want talons. Mm, I do want talons and a beak. So that's 15 bio E points. That's 15 bio E points. I have 15 points left. I'm going to see if I can scroll some of that back. Because I feel like I'm going to make a very small, I, I feel like. Yeah, I got to go with, I got to go with, that's what I got to go with. I got 15 bio E points. Now I have to remember how sizing works. It's still very small. That's still going to be very small, which is extremely good. Um, to each size is listed in growths of five bio E points. So for fifth, so at a, from a level three to a level six. So we're going for we're going for a level six. We are we are size points at level six. I'm very impressed that chat has found multiple pictures of birds in cowboy hats. Thank you all so much. I deeply, deeply appreciate this. Um, yeah. So we're looking at. Let's see. So size six. They are. Third. They're three feet. They're three feet tall. No. Wait. Now I got to figure out there's also a size. I think I was looking at the size, the, the short height and not the medium height. Either, uh, we'll say they're, they're, sh you know what? We're going to say they're like, yeah, we'll say they're short. Uh, They're short. That's fun. They're kind of a short. I'm picturing maybe short and squat like a Danny DeVito. We've done gone so many Danny DeVitos. I can't go that route again. I don't know why my brain keeps saying Danny DeVito. I don't know why Danny DeVito is so burned into my psyche at all times. We're going to say, like, I think Wolverine size. I think the size of, like, Wolverine where he's short and it's canon that he's short. I think that's the size of our, of our, our cow, cow, our, our cowbird. 
Uh, that's this risk is about maybe five feet. I think five feet's good. Four and a half, five feet. Pronouns are she, her. So she's about five feet tall. Um, she's got sort of those kind of like, um, kind of Muppet hands for lack of a better way to describe them. And that there's only like two, like maybe two fingers kind of gloved ish bird hands, big hawk, uh, hawk girl wings, right? Like the big full size wings on the back, separate from the arms, not necessarily a Marvel Falcon situation. Uh, because she's got to be able to hold six shooters. That's obviously what's happening here. Um, he, taloned feet, which um, which means that she's going to have to have like a custom motorcycle because obviously she's going to have a motorcycle. Um, and yeah, OK, so that's about where we're at. That's where we're at right now. I am immediately deeply in love with Risk, the Risk, the cowbird. She is, uh, you know, rooting and tooting. She's definitely a modern, like, 80s urban cowgirl where she's, like, you know, hunting criminals, but she's wearing the... But maybe it's... so. Okay, so here's what I want you all to picture. Um, We're going to go three-piece suit with big dramatic holes taken out of the back where her wings go through. You know, big, like, ripped holes in the back of a suit and also a vest. Uh, but also still 10 gallon hat, still 10 gallon hat. Thank you. Discord user silent ferrets for the picture of a bird's face, uh, glued onto Sam Elliott's body. This feels exactly right. Yeah. She's got three piece suit, big holes where her wings are six shooters in her hand talons talons sticking out of her so she's not wearing shoes but she's wearing dress pants kind of a miami vice look um and she's here to fight some crime she's here to make she's here to make the street safe and i'm very excited do we want to discord do we want to know uh risks origin story do we want to know her origin story do we want to know how she became involved in uh how she became involved in i guess crime fighting do we want to know like how she became a, a humanoid bird? Oh, she's definitely, she's definitely the, uh, she says a lot, I'm the new sheriff in town. And then she'll like pull her guns and shoot on like a robot or something. Cause it is the nineties. So like, we can't show you shooting at people. So you're shooting at robots. That's, that's obviously what's happening. And she's like, I'm the new sheriff in town. Caca! And then she shoots, and then she shoots and cacaws. Obviously. I mean, you all understand. We're going to roll on some some origin story tables. We've got first the cause of her mutation. Now, it's unclear as to whether she was a human first or a bird first, but I think that we'll get there if I remember how this works. If I remember how this works, I think we'll get there. I think we'll figure this out. No, I was... I was an alien, a, a bird that has become a sheriff and not vice versa. All right. 33. 33 is an accidental encounter. So I have encountered some sort of risk has encountered some sort of, uh, some sort of strangeness that transformed her from an ordinary bird into, you know, bird sheriff. Uh, it's unclear as to what it is. I think we'll get there. Uh, but it's all it says is strange stuff, radiation, chemicals, biologicals, or other strangeness. 
So uh, now I have to roll on. Uh, let's see. It's a like. It's not. It's it. It sucks a little bit, but the uh, the the wild animal education table is funny. So I'm gonna roll on it because it's funny. That's a twenty-four. By skulking around the fringes of society, uh, she's picked up rudimentary education. She has a small number of human friends. Knows fourteen secondary skills. Oh, I'm definitely picking 14, 14 secondary skills because <laughs> that's so many. That's so many skills. Oh fuck. Oh oh fuck. Discord user Deer just threw out a real good suggestion. Oh, that's real good. Yeah, I think it's now. The suggestion was it, was it was the hat, which is very good, but it is also, you know what? No, it, it's extremely good because it is also the origin story of Frosty the Snowman. So there must have been some magic in the 10 gallon hat that she wore. Because when she put it on her head, she became a, she became a gunslinging a cow, cowgirl, a gunslinging sheriff. Extremely good. I'm in. I'm. I'm madly in love with this concept. This is my favorite thing that I've ever done. Okay. All right. So we've got. We've got a. Uh, and then, then that kind of answers the the question that uh. Kind of answers the question Deer posed earlier, which was: Is she the new sheriff in town, or was she the outcast that saved the town? Really, honestly, the answer to classic Jeff Stormer fashion is both. Right. The answer is that. She's on. She's in, she's she's on the outskirts. She's sort of a vigilante. The cops want to bring her in, and she's you know bringing out justice, fighting robot ninjas, because you know. And there's an element of like of like we don't want vigilantes in our town. And then she's here like too bad because I'm here and I'm here to stay. Ba -ba 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 -ba. So that's where we're at. That's where we're at right now, which is, uh, I feel like we're pretty much done. I don't know that I need anything else here. That pretty much answers all of my questions. Uh, so we've already determined what, uh, how humanoid she is. Now I get to decide. Oh, can I roll on the, is there a, is there a table to roll on these skills? Cause I want to roll on skills. No, there's not. It's just disappointing. Hold on. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I think there are thirteen skills. Uh, I can lump weapons together. We're gonna roll on this. We're gonna roll twelve times and determine some skills, y'all. Uh, five. That is computer, domestic, electrical, espionage, mechanical. So she, she obviously she's got auto mechanics, right? Obviously, obviously she's got auto mechanics. She needs to be able to repair her motorcycle. Uh, but she's also just got general mechanics. She's a gearhead. She's a worker. She's a, she's good at, you know, she's, she's got a, like, in her suit coats, right? Like, in the, in the jackets of her suit, she's got, like, a wrench and, like, um, you know, weapon or, like, tools at all times, right? Like, all of her pockets are full of little tools that she's picked up along the way she's got a whole suite of allen wrenches from ikea it's great so one of her her like one of her play sets is probably a garage where she works on stuff it's great i love it that's a three we rolled a three so we have a what is what is the three electrical she knows how to make basic electronics 
This girl is a gearhead. This girl likes tinkering with stuff. I kind of wonder... I kind of wonder if there's, like, a little bit of, uh, electronics going on here. Like, maybe she's a cyborg. I'm kind of thinking she might be a cyborg. I'm kind of thinking... I, I kind of... You know what? I kind of think that she's just, like, a nest builder, right? I think she's just kind of a... Uh, it's definitely cyberpunk. This it's it's a cyberpunk situation. She's a little bit. She's a cyborg. She's got cybernetic tools, and I'm feeling pretty good about that. Let's see what else she's got. I rolled an eleven. Uh, eleven here is weapons. I'm gonna roll a d8. That's what this is. What four out of twelve? Great. Seven. Uh, she's got a, she's got a rifle. <laughs> she's got a, so she has an AK-47 strapped to her back. I'm real, I'm real happy with how that, with that. I'm also just going to give her pistols, right? She's got to have two pistols and a, and a, and a, and a, and a rifle strapped to her back. We rolled another three, which I think is electronics. And so instead I will say... Nope, she's got to be a cyborg now. She's got to be a cyborg now, right? Like, she's got to be... She's got to have been upgraded, right? This is sort of a million-dollar man situation. Um, oh, sh oh my god, Deer. That's very good. Deer suggests that she does her own upgrades because the man wants to bring her down. That's real good. That's real good. Yeah. Yeah, the man is... Oh, the man is absolutely hunting her, right? The man is absolutely... The government wants to take her in, and that's who she's fighting. She was she was the result of some sort of Ill, of some sort of secret government super soldier program. They wanted to use the 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 power of a of a bird, right? Because like the thing is, a falcon is a bird of prey. A falcon is a hunting bird. So this was an experiment in trying to like cybernetically create some level of of humanoid animal hybrid, and she just like snuck out and escaped, and it's great. This is, expect this is exceptionally good. So really, she's fighting government. She's fighting government super soldiers. She is the first of a line of government super soldiers, and I'm very into this. Uh, how dare you? How dare you, Silent Ferrets, imply that this is just McCree from Overwatch. You get this at mods? Mod mods? I'm being told I can't. I'm being told I can't right now, but know that I'm upset. I'm not. That's hilarious. This it's extremely no, no. Don't delete the picture. I was joking. All right. Thank you. Thank you for posting back in the thing. So yeah, she's she's doing repairs on herself. It's great. It's fantastic. Eleven is weapons again. Weapons again, and she also has a. Uh, oh, <laughs> I rolled chain. <laughs> I rolled chain, which makes sense. She just, so yeah, she's just got a big old chain that she swings in melee combat. I think that's what, seven? I don't know. I'm not keeping track. Hold on. Pistol, rifle, chain, two electronics, auto repair, basic repair. Yeah, seven. So this is eight. Eight here is computer, domestic, electrical, espionage, mechanical, basic, physical. All right, we got physical. We got eight skills here. <laughs> she's a, she's a, no, she, um, dear, dear, you come, the comment, she's a bird with a six pack. She does have the skill bodybuilding. <laughs> so she is in fact a bird with a six pack. 
It is that is a, a canon thing that the dice have decided upon that I have had no part in. That's 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 the dice. That's the dice being horny. That's not me. Seven. Uh, she's got first aid. That makes sense. She's on her own. She's hunting. She's hunting. She's 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 yeah. So she is. You know. It says she has some humanoid friends. It's great. She's out there. She's got a, she's got a, you know, she's bandaging herself up. She's, you know, you know, tying together wires in her, like, in her leg muscles. She's a very self-sufficient fighter. She's fighting this government forces. This rules. This increasingly owns. This sort of, like, uh, cowboy Rambo falcon woman shreds. So this is number 10. Uh, oh shit, espionage. Hell yeah. All right. All right. Let's get, let's get it. Let's get sneaky. Let's get dangerous. Wilderness survival. Hell yes. She's out here. She's out here living on her own. She is, she is, an. she is, this is, this, I mean, this is, this is when things are starting to really come together for this character. Because, yeah, she was a government experiment, right? Like, they built this cybernetic super soldier. They inject, they, like, injected it with Falcon DNA and created this genetic cybernetic bird woman. And she fought her way out of a government facility and is now living on the run in the woods, shooting out government robots that have been sent to take her out. She has, she's, she's on her own. She's living in the woods. She is, you know, bandaging herself up. She's repairing her own cybernetic weaponry. She's building her own weapons, repairing her own laser pistols. They're laser pistols. I've decided they're laser pistols. And she's just out here cleaning house. This rules. This owns. I love it. I'm obsessed. We got two more skills. Three. Electrical. Okay, so she literally has, like, her own research lab, right? Like, that's what we're going with here. What was the lab's name? The lab's name was... Silent Ferret suggests Quad Star. I'm gonna say, uh... I'm gonna say it was... I like Quad Star. I like Quad Star a fair amount, and I like... I, I like I like that. I'm gonna go Quad Star Labs. It was Quad Star Laboratories, and they they they're after. She's so. What that tells me is that there are three more like Titans, right? Like there are three more uh, super soldiers, and her quest to take a cue from Aaron and give this character a quest. Her story is she is on. She has to hunt down these other three and like do battle. I, I really don't want to roll three more animals. No, I do. No, I do. I'm not going to say how humanoid or not humanoid they are, because I, I do want to eventually be done this recording. But I do want to know what these animals are. I need to know what the other animals are. I got a 70. 70 here is a wild animal. Hell yes. Oh, man, there's some real good wild animal results. <laughs> shit. Uh, two. Oh, shit. Wolf. I mean, it can't be a 90s cartoon without a wolf monster. That's just without, like, a wolf soldier. That's great. She does... Deer, you're exactly right. She does want to get them on her side. She doesn't want to have to fight these. These were her friends. There was a time before she gained a conscience... So, I'm taking a cue from Overwatch in that they were mercenaries at one point. There was a time when they were friends. There was a time when they were colleagues and she has parted way. 
and now uh there's 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 wolf there's wolf soldier we got 91 which i believe is zoo animals hell yeah it is we got a zoo animal i rolled a 38 which is an aardvark so it's a wolf and aardvark i got i'm extremely upset I want you all to know how upset I am that I rolled a 68. I rolled a 68, and it is the single worst result that I've ever rolled in my life. I hate it. It's the worst result. I hate it. It's wild animal, and I hate it. Whoever this is is the one that I hate the most. It's an 11. It's a fox, and I hate them. I hate them. I hate the fox. I hate the fox a lot. The fox is the villain. The fox is the evil one. The fox... Uh, the fox is the real villain of the piece, only because I rolled... Oh, shit. Deer just threw out the fox is the traitor. I feel like... Here's what I'm... I'm gonna, I'm gonna bounce off of that and take it the other direction. I think she's the traitor. I think fox is the ultimate... Pronouns. The fox... I rolled five, six, so they there. The fox is the ultimate company person, right? The fox is the ultimate loyalist to whatever Quadstar Labs' ultimate plans are. The fox is the one that's like... The fox is the reason they cannot be friends. The fox is the reason that she cannot get them to join her side. The fox is the reason Risk is on the run, because the fox says, Look, if you don't want to contribute, if you don't want to be part of our assignment, if you don't want to be part of the cause, well then... You're against us. If you're not with us, you're against us. You're standing on, there's a line in the sand and you are on the other side. And if I have to take you down, if I have to break you, if I have to put a bullet in your brain, I will do it without a moment of hesitation. You stopped being my friend. You stopped being the person that I trusted the second you walked over that line. I hate this fox. I hate them. I hate them so much. Yeah. And, like, the fox is the reason – the fox has turned the other two against this. And she is uh, – Risk is the is, is fighting back against this and has to – will have to eventually stare down her three best friends, the only three people she's ever trusted in, in aggressive combat. She will have to – she will have to face off against them and will have to go after them, like, really truly. And I, I, I love that. I love that a lot. I think that's and I think that's I think that's where I'm going to leave it. I think that's where I got to leave it. At least for now. I think I think that's where I'm going to leave it except for our traditional D&D tables. I got to roll on some D&D tables. But I feel like that's like a really good picture, right? Like that gives us a really clear idea of like who she is. Like, who her story is, but now I want to get to know her as a person. Because I want to know, like, what she's, what her, I want to know, A, I got to know why she left, right? And I'm hoping that the D&D tables will give us some evidence of that. And I got to know, like, what her ultimate, what, when she's going to be done. Is it just taking down, is it taking down Quadstar, or is it just... I don't think she wants to take down Quadstar. I think that maybe that might be where she ends up. That might be where the journey takes her. I think she wants to. I think it's a little bit of an Incredible Hulk. She wants to be left alone. She will take she will take the fight to you only because they refuse to leave her alone. Like it's what Fox said. 
Oh, fuck. Dear, dear, you are coming through so hard. I was just going to pull up the 5th edition Player's Handbook Soldier background, but there is a mercenary background? Great. I really hope it gets real horny is the thing. I hope this gets real, real horny. Um, But yeah, there's like it's like it's what the fox said. That's it for a second. Um, It's if you're not with us, you're against us. It is it is if you if you walk away, we will hunt you down until you are dead. So she has to take the fight to Quadstar. She has to, as Silent Ferret says, uh, find out who is behind Quadstar and put them away and make them stop whatever their grand plan is, why they are making these super soldiers. She has to stop all of this because it is the only way that they will ever give her what she finally wants, which is to just walk away, to just disappear. She wants she wants what she wants something similar to what Johnny Orko wanted once upon a time, which is just to live a life, to just be ordinary. She wants to fly away and never be seen again. And, and she knows that until she brings down she brings down the three other super soldiers and finds who's behind Quadstar, that she will never find that. She will never find that peace. And so now let's roll on some tables to really get to know her. I want to know what so the questions I'm trying to roll for are why she left and what what will happen if she eventually gets what she wants. Five. I hold myself to a strict code of ideals. Oh, she won't kill. She's got a no-kill code. She's got guns and a rifle. But she's got guns and a rifle, but a no-kill code because she's killed a lot, frankly. She's taken she's she's taken lives before, and she said, no, I no more. And that's why she had to walk away, because she had to put some she she had she had killed before and said, No, no more. I walk away from this and the fox, whose name is a oh, fox hunt. Their name is Fox Hunt. Fox Hunt says, Fox Hunt says, you have to, says, we are kill, we are, we are trained killers. We are killers for hire. If you are not a killer for hire, then you are a target. You are killer, you, it is killer be killed in the most literal sense. Uh, the wolf is named Hounder, yes. Uh, the, I'm, I'm very, I'm really into the rivalry between between Fox Hunt and Risk. Uh, yeah, she's like she's like I'm done killing. I'm done. T- I'm done. I'm done spill- spilling blood. I'm not doing this anymore. But at the same time, she knows that if it comes down to her, her Fox Hunt, she she might have to. She may not have that option. She may not have that. She may not have that uh, that freedom. I'm gonna roll for an ideal. What does she want? Golden soul. I fight for money and nothing else. I like that's why they call her risk. There was a time when she was just when she was just there was a time when she was like the 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 high hot roller, right? She was she lived big, she rolled those dice, she rolled those bones, she cashed those checks. She lived large. Which kind of which is why she's got a tailored three-piece suit despite the fact that she's a falcon person. I love that. And now she's kind of like, she's kind of had to give that up in order to sort of be free. But I think that she still has, you know, she, she wants, she would happily, like, she's got a little bit of greed in her. She's got a little bit of, of willing to take a job for the money. And I think that 
So I think there's, yeah, I think that, that there's a lot of A-Team-esque plots of she wants to Rockford Files things where she wants to get paid. But at the same time, she knows that like, okay, so this is essentially the plot of the A-Team now that I'm laying it out. It's if you can afford them and find them, you two can hire risk. And also you've got the government agents chasing her. So we're thinking about an A-Team situation. Yes, we're good. This is important. All right. And she says that she's into the money, but really secretly she's she's got her life's mission. But she's got to play it cool because she doesn't want to bring anybody else into the into the world. All right, let's get a D6 for a bond. Four. I treat my valued comrades like brothers and will let no insult or injury fall upon them. <gasps> These are her family. Like even Fox Hunt, she won't. She can't, she can't pull the trigger. She can't. She knows that, she knows that part of why this haunts her so much is she knows that if it comes down to it, she might not be able to put that bullet in his head. She knows that she couldn't kill one of the only people that has ever understood her. It's beautiful. That's beautiful. It's the idea of like, of like, these are, these are, these are the, these are the people that understood me. Oh, that's really d6 for a flaw i'll do anything for coin damn the consequences yeah she went into business for herself she went into business so that's probably why she ended up parting ways right like is that is that she took a job hmm now i gotta think this through you know what no she'll take any job she will take she will take any job now that she's on the outside she will take any job she's still a mercenary she's a mercenary at the end of the day she's she's in here to get paid while fulfilling her own private vengeance quest but it's the idea of of i have to it's the idea of like i have this mission but i gotta live i have to i have to survive i love it i love it i love it i love it it's a really cool character. I love the I love Risk so much. Now I'm gonna throw out a uh, throw out one last throw out a note. We're gonna end this. We're gonna end this the way that I always end things. We end an episode. We get uh we get you know Risk has just done some work. She's in a bar. I'm a little bit of like a um, justified vibe where she's got the hat down, wings are kind of spread out. She's kicking back. Somebody comes in and lays down a file and says, someone is starting up their own program. Someone is trying to recreate what Quadstar did. They're trying to build an army. And she leans down and she looks at this and she says, who, who could possibly be so foolish as to think that they could control this? Who could possibly want Look, I told you, I, I couldn't, I couldn't let, I can't, I don't know if I could hurt my friends, but you, Ernest, you're not my friend. And she slams down the thing and she walks out and that's the end. She's like, I guess I'm coming for a pig named Ernest. I'll meet, I'll see you real soon. And that's a wrap. And that's a wrap on on risk. Thank you so much to Fish, Sparklefish for your prompt. 
Thank you for your prompt. We really appreciate it. Um, if you'd like to submit a prompt to the show, you can do that in a lot of different ways. You can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasy children. You can post them to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash allmyfantasychildren. You can email them to us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. You can post them to our Discord, where I'm at right now, at bit.ly slash AMFC Discord. That's capital AMFC, capital D, Discord. I learned that as I was trying to post the link to the tweet to promote this thing. Uh, you can also go to allmyfantasychildren.com. While you're there, check out our Bandcamp. Find a link to our wiki. Uh, all of that cool stuff is on there. You can find all that stuff and become a part of the show. Uh, you can also find a link to, I think you can find a link to our Tee Public, but I'm not sure. Either way, go to Tee Public and buy some All My Fantasy Children merch. It's on sale right now. Uh, speaking of, All My Fantasy Children is a proud member of the One Shot Podcast Network, which is an incredible uh, collection of podcasts promoting tabletop role-playing games in all different kind of forms. You can find more information about that at, at uh, oneshotpodcast.com. Speaking of, they are just now launching a show called uh, Skyjack's Courier Call, starring one Aaron Catano Saez that I know I am very, very excited about. It's kind of uh, really exciting to hear. I'm, I'm super excited to see it because I like everyone involved and Aaron's in it. It's going to be great. Um, speaking of podcasts, I also host a show called Party of One, which is an actual play podcast focused on two-player role-playing experiences. Uh, every week I sit down with a friend, we play a two-player game, share some laughs, maybe a few tears, and we have a really good time. You can find that at partyofonepodcast.com. A verbal hug for this week is uh, take time to really indulge in the things that just straight up make you happy. You know, like take some time and, uh, you know, really set aside some time for the stuff that, that you enjoy. Don't just try to slot it in on the margins. You know, really take time today to pri- or in the next few days to really prioritize it because I think – too often we take the stuff that we really love and we say we'll get to it when we can. But I think that we deserve to really take those things and say, this is my time to share this thing that I love and to indulge in it because it makes us happy. And that's how we get through the day sometimes. And I think that's something that we often take for granted, but I think it's something that's really important. So there's your verbal hug for the week. Uh, Discord chat, I need you to remind me, is there anything else that I normally do in the outro that I'm missing? Because otherwise I'll wrap it up. Wait, I'm getting a yes. Is there another thing I'm supposed to do? Because I don't remember it. Oh, I'm supposed to tell everyone how much I love you. I love you all a whole lot. Thank you all for being part of this live for live broadcast with me. It's made me very happy. Uh, I do love and appreciate you a whole lot. Um, but with that, I'm going to go ahead and log off and enjoy the rest of my evening. Aaron, I hope to talk to you real soon. I hope that the dark magical blizzard treats you well. Uh, and until next time, good night. Good game. Ah, wasn't that a lovely story, Junior Wizards? Hi, it's me, Aaron, (laughs) and I come to you today with an audio extra from my notebook. Now, I wrote this um, 30,000 feet in the air on my flight to Arizona, and I'm just going to read you verbatim kind of what's down there. 12719 flight to arizona watching the sun go down from 30000 feet gave me an idea seeing the sky go from blue to orange to deep red what if the new year's celebration in fantasy was a sundown festival parentheses name tbd yes this is actually how i write but a celebration of the sun setting and the sun rising the festival begins just before the setting of the sun and lasts until it rises again 
The festival celebrates life, the passing of another year and all that it entailed. And finally, that nothing ever truly dies. Just as the sun returns every morning after a brief respite, as do the denizens of fantasy. Life may end for all living things, but their essence returns to the planet to become a part of all things. And with that knowledge, does anything ever really die? As the sun sets, we celebrate the dead and the past. But as the sun rises, we celebrate life and the future. So as the denizens of fantasy prepare to ring in a new year, let us celebrate, watch the sunset, honor our fallen loved ones, and remember that as you watch the sun go down, it soon will rise, and they will be a part of every moment of everything.